Everybody, this is Tova from Operation Tube Top, and this is a solo episode. Uh, today, I'm going to talk a little bit about my 37 days of not drinking, and of course, what's in Austrian news. Um, your source for English news, I guess, about this country. Uh, I am not the only source for news. Uh, you can also check out FM Fear, the radio station. They also do news in English, so um, I'm not taking credit for that <laughs> as much as I would like to. Um, anyway. I guess I'll start off by saying that I completed my 37 days of not drinking. I started it on my 37th birthday. Uh, I was tired. I was feeling a little bit, um, a little fragile, and I thought, you know what, I'm just going to do 37 days of not touching the booze, and uh, surprisingly, it actually wasn't hard at all. I think the only challenge is when you're out with people, there's a bit of a kind of a pressure to have a drink, and uh, people were actually pretty cool about it. They, when people, when I would say I wasn't drinking, um, they would say why, and I said Gent, so it's Jewish Lent. But it uh, it went well, and um, I didn't notice a big change. <laughs> um, maybe not as funny and chill as I usually am, but uh, the good news is I don't have a drinking problem because <laughs> uh, I didn't have the shakes, and also from Coming forward, because last night I did have wine, and uh, man, did that feel good. Um, I just, I feel like I can survive without drinking, so that's that's the good news, and uh, definitely will not be drinking very much uh, in general, because I have lots to do, and uh, you kind of lose a day if you go a little over the top, so maybe for special occasions, but uh, yeah, it was a really interesting challenge. I'm glad I did it, um, and uh yeah, we'll see what the next challenge is, because as most of you know, I love to do these types of challenges, because I'm a bit of a, a masochist. Uh, so what is new otherwise with me? Uh, the kid is back to his normal self. He had a really bad infection and was actually very, very ill and lost a ton of weight, which was kind of terrifying. Uh, but the antibiotics kicked in, and we got those last Monday. And he's back to school, and he's he's doing really, really well. So thank goodness for medicine. Uh, on Saturday, my friend Deborah came over to take pictures of me for my website. Um, she did a great job. I just, I hate my face. And uh, <laughs> it, it's always awful to see pictures of myself. So I will be cropping and editing and using maybe a couple of them. So I have to work on my website the next few weeks. So hopefully over Easter, um, the long weekend, I'll try to to get most of that done and then looking to launch it mid-April. And of course, uh, as I've mentioned before, it will just be like my blog, uh, but a blog update once a week uh, with a little bit more meat and substance to it, hopefully, hopefully. Um, what else is new? Oh, on Sunday, I went to the Vienna Family Network um, Flea and Design Market because uh, Autism in Vienna, Beacon Beach House, has was voted as the charity of the year. So the kind of international cafe cake stand there. All the money raised will go to the not-for-profit organization that I run. So it's fantastic. I got there around 
8.30 on Sunday and brought my pink and gold glitter cupcakes and my M&M cookies. Uh, You put glitter on things, um, kids like moths to flames. So that was great. Those sold really quickly. Um, And it was amazing. All the volunteers who helped out uh, the steering committee, a huge thank you. It was uh, incredible how many people there were at this place. And uh, I didn't buy anything except for a couple bracelets because I need to really save my money, but it was, uh, it was a great event and I stayed till about 1230 and then I headed home and barely left the sofa. I was exhausted. Uh, boy, do people like sugar. It's great. Uh, so I think we pretty much sold out of all of the baked goods, which was amazing. So again, a huge thank you to everybody from the Vienna family network who helped and who volunteered. Um, I really, I'm, I'm so grateful that there is this organization helping me out. Um, there are times when it gets very frustrating uh, trying to raise money and trying to get the awareness out. Um, there have been situations where certain events that I've created, other places have taken credit for it, and uh, this kind of continues to happen, and it's uh, it's very frustrating. I've never had to deal with something like this before, and I can't believe other places are threatened that families are being helped and offered certain things. I don't want to go too much into detail, but it's very frustrating. Um, also, I've sent so many emails to different uh, places and I'm ignored. I am this close to releasing a sex tape uh, for attention, Um, but unfortunately that would just be me in the dark watching TV um, and saying I have a headache. So we'll see what happens. Eventually something's got to give. If you throw enough things at the wall, something's going to stick, right? Right. Um, What else is new? Oh, so on Monday we had an appointment with the kid's stomach specialist, because uh, if you kind of uh, listened to the podcast or read my blog, uh, last summer the kids' freakouts were kind of just out of control, uh, and I, we weren't quite sure what was going on, but we kind of had a suspicion that his digestion was um, acting up. He doesn't have any food intolerances. Uh, we don't have to go gluten-free. He just apparently was anal retentive and didn't want to go to the bathroom, so we have him on a medication that has been has made such a difference, and it's incredible to see that these freakouts have pretty much completely stopped. So um, it's hard enough to raise a child with special needs, especially a child who's nonverbal. But when you have a physical ailment as well, and you're not sure, you know, and the behavior is just out of control, it's so difficult. So um, this has been a blessing. It doesn't hurt that the doctor is incredibly attractive <laughs> in a very nice um, office in the 12th district or yeah, 12th or the 14th. I'm not, no 12th district, Uh, beautiful villa, (laughs) a bit of a brat and a snob. So usually he's really good with this doctor. Uh, He lets him touch his stomach. He gets on the scale. He's totally chill. What happened when we went on Monday, unfortunately the uh, doctor's wife, she's also a doctor. She was seeing a patient in one of the waiting rooms that the kid loves to hang out in before he goes into the um, doctor's office. And of course, because his routine was broken up, he was not happy. So there was a lot of drama and I was like, you know, whispering kid out, this doctor is really attractive. Keep it together. Come on. Uh, I think the doctor was kind of shocked to see this uh, behavior from him because he's never seen it before. And also, even when he's had shots done at the hospital, the same doctor has been there and the kid's been totally great. So um, that was unfortunate. Hopefully next time 
Eho have access to that waiting room and then things would be a lot better. But, uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> my little bugger. It was also very funny on Saturday when I was doing this photo shoot with my friend, I had bought some macarons, uh, those little French pastry things, uh, cookie stuff. And, uh, I was using them for a prop. And then when I came back into the room, um, the kid had taken a bite from every single one. Um, cause that's my child. So yeah, what else is new? Last thing. Oh yeah. On Saturday is the, uh, Hard Rock Cafe Easter Bunny meet and greet for kids with special needs. We did this last year and it was wonderful. And we've done a couple of Santa events there. So, um, unfortunately the kid can't go. Uh, I think it'll be a little bit too overwhelming because there's a lot of people who've signed up, which is fantastic. Uh, but I will be there for a little while. Uh, the kid has an observation for therapy at 11 in the morning. So, uh, he'll be staying home, but I'm going to drop by. And again, a huge thanks to the Hard Rock Cafe for doing this event. Um, yeah, so I guess let's get to the news. You probably saw on Facebook that yesterday Vienna was voted once again, uh, most livable city. And, um, it is, I love the city. I think it's great besides their lack of autism support. Um, and definitely some racism, uh, this is a very good city. There's a lot that can be improved upon, I think, socially. But at the same time, it is a very safe, clean city. I never really feel um, like I need to be careful where I'm walking. Uh, the public transportation is fantastic. So there's a lot of things going for the city. And I'm really proud to be a part of this city. And uh, hopefully I won't be kicked out because I keep emailing um, politicians to pay attention to me. Uh, so yay, Vienna. Um, yesterday uh, there was a streetcar crash, uh, at shopping tour and I guess seven people were slightly injured. A few went to the hospital, but everyone's fine. I guess it was uh, a little bit of drama and, uh, the streetcars, those are, those are dangerous. You guys have to be careful. There's, um, they kind of come out of nowhere. So always pay attention when you're crossing the street. I'm very nervous about streetcars, but, uh, thankfully nobody was severely injured. Um, this is another story. This happened in the town of Wels, uh, which is a small town in Austria. Most towns are small besides Vienna and Graz. Um, so I guess a customer, uh, sent an email to a, an employee that was working at a uh, construction supply shop and, uh, they had, you know, the, the employee had written to set up an appointment about what they could talk about. And this Austrian man wrote back an email saying, I, you know, I don't do business with Turkish people. And the employee was, of course, shocked and showed his boss. His boss is outraged by this type of um, e email and this bigotry. Uh, also, the employee is not Turkish. He is from Bosnia-Herzegovina. So that also, um, the idiot who sent that uh, needs to, uh, to, you know, yeah, he was an idiot. Anyway, the person who mailed the letter, the email, has apologized profusely. He said he is not racist and that he probably was drunk when he sent it. So, you know, that's good because I think when you're drunk, that's, um, always a good excuse. Right. Um, I don't know if you remember last year, the Marx hollow, which is this big kind of big hall where there's lots of events. They do a lot of beer, craft beer events there. That's pretty much the only thing I can think of that happens there. I think they did a barbecue thing once. Uh, it caught on fire, uh, last year because a couple uh, in the middle of the night, young couple decided to do a seance, and I guess they knocked over some candles. So they have been um, charged in this case. Uh, Vienna, you're so charming sometimes. So right now there is a huge scandal going on in Parliament. There is the BVT, which is pretty much the 
uh, what's it called, the anti-terror unit here, and there have been some house raids on more left-wing politicians or people who are um, in government because they've been trying to look into extreme right-wing groups that are probably affiliated with the current coalition government. So it's very complicated. I was trying to read through it and try to figure out exactly what's going on. I guess the guy who was in charge of this organization has been suspended. And another person who has been sharing um, politically incorrect racist uh, Facebook posts has also been uh, temporarily suspended. The uh, opposition party, which is uh, the the Red Party, the SPÖ, is currently in Parliament uh, talking about how they're going to do an investigation into this. So this is a big scandal because the new government, which is a combination of the UFLP, um, which is the Black Party, and the FPÖ, the Freedom Party, which is the Blue Party, have a large coalition. It's only been 100 days that they've been in power, and already there is all this kind of espionage going on. There are house raids happening, and uh, people are on edge because, of course, when we start to do things that are technically illegal using power, um, this is a little shady. So there's going to be a lot more coming out about that. I think the investigation will be voted on soon uh, to see if they're going to move forward and to see if anything has been uh, done corruptly uh, in this matter. So that's actually made a little bit of international news as well, because of course, this is a a big deal. And when you have this coalition government, uh, which is quite um, on the right, and Austria has a tragic history. Of course, people are paying a lot more attention to what's happening. So we'll see what comes out of that. Um, you can also find an article about it on Bloomberg in English, which makes a little bit more sense than what I was trying to read in German. Um, good news, Lauda Air is back. It's partnered with Ryanair, as, so that means we'll probably have to pay to go to the bathroom. Uh, Lauda Air was founded by Niki Lauda, Formula One race car driver, who is a fixture in Vienna, of course. And uh, I'm a big fan of Formula One, so it's good to see that he's got his airline back. And uh, it's good news. He's fought really hard for this airline. And I have to say, I've always loved Lauda Air. I think they're, they were a great airline. We traveled with the kid uh, a couple times with them, and they were always great. So good news uh, for Nikki Lauda. Um, another scandal that's come out is with AMS, which is the employment offices here. I have had personal experience with them when I was unemployed. And uh, I have to say, for the most part, they were fine uh, because uh, I didn't really have a problem getting my benefits. And uh, they did send me to a course where I had to learn how to make a phone call. Uh, That was very frustrating to attend. But in the end, generally, I've had okay experiences. I know a lot of people have had terrible experiences with them. I guess a dossier was um, released, which had... Um, quite some terribly stereotypical comments on people of different nationalities who will visit uh, this employment office. And of course, it's awful that this type of thing exists and that employees read this. It's um, completely uh, not okay. Uh, There should be absolutely no prejudices for people who are applying for work. And I guess within this dossier, they said something like, um, People from Chechnya are more violent or Muslim women will often be accompanied by uh, their husbands because they're not allowed to talk to men um, by themselves. And it was just it's a very terrible thing to to exist for this um, employment agency. So, of course, the head of um, AMS, as it's called, has come out and said, 
Uh, if somebody is violent, regardless of where they come from, of course, we're going to ban them. And uh, a woman who wants to see another woman as her, I guess, uh, someone to talk about her case, her caseworker, of course, women will be matched with women in that in that situation. So there's, of course, going to be more and uh, more of an investigation launched. And uh, I'm glad these things are coming out. Things need to be transparent when it comes to this type of thing. My personal experiences, um, I remember once... Uh, helping a friend because when she went to apply for unemployment, they told her that she needed to come with a German speaker. So I wasn't working at the time and I said, yeah, okay. So uh, we both showed up and I don't know why we thought this was a good idea, but uh, I was wearing Chanel earrings and my friend was really dressed up and uh, it actually went very, very well. So uh, maybe, maybe it helped a little bit, but uh, probably not the best thing to do. So that's, that's the other news. Um, and then there's, of course, the president of Austria, van der Bellen, and recently was meeting with the prince and princess of Liechtenstein. Uh, Liechtenstein is a magical little uh, country with 38,000 citizens. So uh, whenever they participated in the Olympics, I always assume that the athlete is also the local bus driver because it is a very, very small country. And the Liechtenstein family is very, very wealthy. They have a couple of palaces in this city. Um, I'm just wondering where I went wrong in my life to not have been accepted into this family. So uh, that was the kind of a recently just happened. And then, uh, oh, this is one of my favorite uh, stories in the news right now. This is very um, Vienna. A man from Salzburg has been sued by a very fancy brothel in Vienna. Uh, he was charged 5,666 euros for one evening, and he only paid 3,000. Um, that price is shocking. Both prices are shocking. Apparently, he drank a lot of very nice champagne, and he spent four hours with five different sex workers. I don't know what the going rate is, but because they call it a Nobel, a very nice um, brothel, I guess they're... they're these women are a little bit more, um, you know, skilled. I don't know. I don't know how to describe that. So the man was brought to court and he has been ordered to pay the difference um, so that he has to pay an extra 2,666 euros. So yay, justice. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that would have been a, an interesting court case to see. And the last little bit is just to let you know, there's a Keith Haring exhibit at the Albertina. And I remember when Keith Haring was huge in the 90s, everybody had a print of Keith Haring. And then the absolute vodka things came around. I remember I had a bunch of them. I, didn't, I think I was 16. I don't know why. I, I thought the ads for absolute vodka were amazing. And it all kind of tied in with, I guess, Keith Haring. And there was this movement of interesting art. So check that out if you have time. That's pretty much it for the news. I'm sure there'll be more things popping up. I'm glad that... For the most part, it was kind of a quiet uh, last week for the city besides all the government scandals, which, um, you know, Austria, do they do scandals well. So we'll see what comes out of all of this. Um, I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of the week. I, as I said before, had wine last night, so maybe I'm a little bit tired today, but I'm going to be heading to work soon. Uh, also on Friday, I will be uploading my interview with Helen. And she is an osteopath here in Vienna, and we talked about osteopathy, uh, exactly what it is, because I don't know much about it. And we also talked about uh, women and sexual health. So that was quite interesting, and I hope my parents don't listen to that one. Anyway, have a great day, as I said before, and thanks, as always, for listening 
shares are very much appreciated. You can follow me also on Instagram at Operation Tube Top, and I'm also on Twitter under Tovamar. I don't tweet enough, but I'm trying to get back into it. It's a little overwhelming for me, and hopefully I'll be posting another blog post in a week or so, and then eventually we'll have my website up. Uh, I need an intern again. So have a great day, and toodles.